Hello, it's Wednesday, April 11th, 2007, and you're listening to Flipped Out. Flipped Out is a podcast about the art, the culture, and the madness of Austin, Texas, and its burn community. I'm your host, Lance Hunter. Let's begin. The Flipside Flame is the official newsletter for Flipside. It is currently produced by the Flipside Flame lead, Megan Clark, and the communications area facilitator, Ryan Hayes. Together, they collect announcements from the community, profile artists, and deliver the glossiest electronic rag on the net. Unfortunately, due to scheduling issues, I wasn't able to interview Megan and Ryan in the same room, which no doubt fuels the conspiracy theory that they're actually the same person, but I did manage to interview both of them recently. And uh, we got talked about the flame, about communications in our community, and, uh, yeah, what it's like. First, my interview with Ryan Hayes, recorded at his palatial Round Rock estate on April 10th, 2007. Well, hi, Ryan. Good to speak to you again. <laughs> well, thanks for having me again. Excellent, yeah. So, uh... You are one of the two forces behind the Flipside Flame. Now, what's the purpose of the Flipside Flame? The Flipside Flame is uh, the community newsletter for Flipside, for Burning Flipside. And uh, I can't, I don't know how many years we've been doing it now, but, uh, but Megan and I, the duo of Doom, have been doing it for the last two years. Um, and it mainly is just a way for us to get um, information people need about the event, you know, whether it's the things that the CC or the LLC or all the leads are trying to get out to the, to the community, uh, that's a big part of it. It's also a, a great opportunity for people in the community that have art projects they need help with, uh, just art they want to display, things they want to say, announcements they want to put out, et cetera, stuff like that. So it kind of goes both ways. Um, yeah, so that's the purpose of it. Cool. Uh, yeah, and... How do you feel about the state of communication in our community as far as being able to get the message out to other people, you know, people getting contacted, ideas being able to be generated, all that? Uh, so how do I feel about the state of communications right now yeah. in our community? Well, that's a good question. And honestly, it's so it's I think it's an interesting answer, too, you know, because really it's not. I think my personal view on this and uh, and, and and I've in the communications area facilitator this year as well as last year. Megan's the lead for the Flipside Flame. It's awesome working with her. Um, and I think kind of what our, where we are coming from has been communications-wise with the community is, you know, the less it's us telling the community, you know, like we don't want to, we don't really want this to be, you know, a small group of people coming up with what Flipside is, what Flipside's up to, et cetera, and then this, this, our team communicating that to the community and telling them what it is. Flipside is what it is today because the community has made it, you know, that over the years. And one of the best parts about Flipside is it's not just an event anymore either. It really is a community year-round. And so we really, you know, communications-wise, we could be doing more flames. We could be doing more... You know, uh, hitting up the announce mailing list, things like that, far more frequently than we do. I, I honestly try and pull back a little bit from that because I would rather the community, talk, you know, be uh, engaging with itself. You know, all of the leads, etc., are all part of the community as well. Yeah. You know, so I like to see more of that information being. You know, spread out more organically, more grassroots wise. You know, people talking amongst each other, and it not being so much us 
you know, giving info to the community so much just a dialogue back and forth. You know, the community should be telling me just as much about Flipside as I should be telling them, you know, in my opinion. And, and that raises another interesting point uh, is the, the, the prevalence of the Austin chat and the Austin list. I mean, you know, I think it's fair to say that they are a probably a, the majority of the communication the community happens on those lists. In one form or another. I mean, you think that's a fair assessment? That most of the community uh, communications happening on those two lists? Yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah. On one hand, chat shouldn't be at all flip side stuff. It's really a list. I think its sole purpose is to talk about Dune, <laughs> and um, and I can't remember. There's like three topics, and that's the rule. If it has nothing to do with those three uh, very um, arbitrary topics, then uh, we we boot you. Uh, and we take away your flipside ticket as well. Uh, Austin list though is the place for you know flipside communication stuff, and it's kind of and community oriented stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of dialogue on Austin list, uh, not all related to the event. You know, just just you know, like I said, you know, the, some of the best parts of what you know what we do is actually outside of the event year round, and, and it's neat to see a lot of the things that people you know talk about on there, as well as Austin events, the list where people are actually posting what all is going on. I, you know, another thing, though, too, is I, I'd actually argue that half the communication in the community, at least online-wise, I mean, there's no shortage of communication outside of the, you know, right. the, uh, you know the, the email and things like that. You know, too, we certainly get great opportunities to see each other very often. But I bet half the communication probably happens on LiveJournal and Tribe, things like that. Hmm. Uh, you know, for anyone who's not on tribe or live journal and seeing just how much of the community is on there and engages with each other on there you know if nothing else I encourage you to check it out you know I, I, I got on the live journal because I was finding I was hearing about all kinds of stuff that was going on and I was like how does everyone know about this stuff I'm on Austin events I'm on Austin list I'm on Austin chat I'm on announce I didn't hear any of this stuff and, and it's all, you know, people engaging with each other on LiveJournal and, and, and Tribe and things like that, you know, where you get these little sub-communities on there. Okay, I see. And, and of course, you know, is, is there a theme camp that exists that doesn't have a mailing list now? Yeah. <laughs> or a wiki, right? Exactly. <laughs> a Google Groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually require now everything to have <laughs> Google Groups and, uh, and, uh, and use wikis. Um. <laughs> Uh, this now, event's actually brought to you by Google this year. <laughs> exactly. You have no problem finding money. anything out there. <laughs> Considering all the uh, all the Google Earth and uh, various other work that they've done. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Who's who? Who didn't build their Think Camp already out of SketchUp and place it on the map with with Google Earth? You know, any any camp who hasn't already done that is now listening to this and and it's going to do it tonight. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we'll see the see you guys out there, but the rest of us have already built our whole camp up on there. I mean, Flipside's almost done, you know. I mean, we should just virtually burn it all down. In fact, on Google Earth, that, that's, that's the next mod they're going to have for SketchUp is that burn something down. So. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, okay, now what do you see happening? And what do you hope to happen? For what are your hopes and fears in regards to communication? Uh, in the community in the upcoming, uh, you know, for 2008 and beyond? That's a great question. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll kind of tie it back to what I was saying earlier about what, you know, how I view communications right now. My fear would be that um, that CC or the LLC or, a, you know, some communications lead or an area facilitator or someone whose role it is to be communicating with the community 
confuse that responsibility with um, thinking that it's their job to be the person who controls all the communication. You know, I mean, just because you have a responsibility that has to do with communication doesn't mean that you're the one that has to, um, yeah, it doesn't mean that your job is to tell the community, you know, how it is, et cetera. You know, I mean, I, I think a big part of what a lot of our responsibility should be as leads is is really exercising a lot of restraint, too. You know, I mean, you this event is so much better when it's less structured. You need to have enough. You need to have enough communication. You need to have enough all kinds of structure to make the event actually happen and happen safely, et cetera. Uh, but, but aside from that, less is so much more. You know, I mean, if, if uh, you know, I would love to see the communication. This is a great example. The podcast that you're doing. This is not, this is not, you're not a, the podcast lead. Right. You know, you're not, uh, we didn't tell you to do this for the communications team. We couldn't stop you even if we wanted to. <laughs> You're out of control, man. But it's great. You know, this is exactly what I'd love to see even more of from the community is, you know, people have ideas and they want to get stuff out there, you know, um, do it, you know. Um, so I think that's my biggest fear is that is that we will try to control the message too much, et cetera, and things like that and not keep the, di- the dialogue. Like I, I don't think it should be, you know, anyone passing down information it should always be a back and forth you know all the leads are part of the community the community you know uh, rotates and is all leads at some point too you know I think uh, you know and as far as hopes um, you know I I guess I just hope you know after the event every year there always seems to be a whole lot of bitching on Austin lists and stuff like that and it always surprises me because everyone has a blast at flip side you know, you, you come out of this great experience, and for some reason, everyone wants wants to. The hell was that? I never have. You just I never. Had someone ring your doorbell. You know. You know what? Actually, this is the first unsolicited guest I've ever had here. Like, in, really? maybe maybe in two years of living in Round Rock, wow. it's probably like. I, a, I think this was journalism. Now I got to yeah, find well, out what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Let's go live live to Ryan's front door. <laughs> Probably some girl scout. You can catch me telling her to fuck off. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, he's peering out the eye hole right now. Yeah, I don't know that person. Uh, this is what happens, by the way. Do any of you pe- people listening? Uh-huh. You cannot just show up at my house if I don't know you. <laughs> you'll be out there a very long time. Excellent. So, anyhow. Hopes as far as you know communications in the community. I just uh, I'd love to see you know lots more you know dialogue back and forth. I there, occasionally you get I'd say occasionally you know some, somewhat often you get people criticizing things that the leads are doing you know and the CCs doing etc and things like that. And um, I'd really love to see more. Like you, you hear people complain about things when it doesn't turn out their way. I would love to see more. Of the community engaging with the leads and with the CC, etc., you know, telling them what they want. You know, I mean, we're not out here; we're not trying to create the event for people, uh, and we need feedback on stuff because, to a lot of extent, the leads are doing a lot of work. And uh, yeah, I mean, people, we welcome it. We try to solicit it. We we honestly don't get a lot of feedback back from the community. In fact, Flipside Flame, even, you know, Megan does a great job of trying to hit up the community and say, please send us content, you know, and sometimes people do and it's great. Um, and, uh, and sometimes you really have to pull it, you know, from people. And I'd love to see more of the community realizing that we have these, 
avenues like the flame and stuff like that and send us stuff you know i mean this would be a lot we put them out a lot more frequently than we do if we were getting a lot more content than we do you know and we and we'd be happy to work on more issues and get them out you know and get people you know engaging with each other more like that cool yeah excellent well thank you very much awesome thank you and now my interview with megan clark recorded in the office of the Flipside Warehouse after an all-night bender ending April 8th, 2007. I was like, oh, I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to take a shower, and then I'm going to go to bed. Wee! <laughs> okay, well then, I will not prevent you from your shower, and uh, we will uh, get going. So, okay. hi. Hello. Hello. So you are Megan. Megan Clark, also known as the Dirty Snowflake. Snowflake, okay, and you are one of the duo that gets the flip side flame going. Very true. We make it happen. Make it happen. So I guess um, the, the, the appropriate question now is, uh, what, what the fuck is the flip side flame? <laughs> what is the flip side flame? The flame is magic. Uh, well, flip side flame is a newsletter for flip side, and uh, it exists for the community just for announcements, get everyone on the same page, you know, have let everyone have a voice course not everyone wants to have a voice or use it then I have to make stuff up but still whatever <laughs> yeah there are multiple calls out for get something in here yeah totally yeah um there's something that like compared to uh I'll go ahead and say other regionals newsletters but you know also just the Jack Robert Speaks and all that is that um the, the flip side flames in PDF and it's very nice and graphically Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, I did the survival guide this year, too, and um, I actually do it in, um, it's this uh, program called Pages. It's a part of the iWork, whatever, yeah. Apple thing, but um, it's so awesome. I, it's just so easy to make it look good, and you just kind of move stuff around, and that's great. Damn, I might as well make it look good. Yeah, I might as well make it look good. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just started doing it last year. Yeah. And um, before it was just a plain email thing, and now it's so fancy and glossy and pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I took the last one and I, I printed it out. So it's just like, first of all, I'll read this on the toilet. Second of all, it looks so nice. <laughs> it looks so nice. I know. I feel like we should bind them or something. <laughs> Did you print out the one that you were in? Did you oh. like your crazy picture that yes, I... Yes, yes. Oh, All green and yeah. insane. Purple. Yeah. Yeah, so that was very cool. Um... And now everyone knows the real reason it's happening. It's a tit for tat. <laughs> uh, I think I understand that, like you, there's the whole quest for content. There is. Right. It is. Yeah, well, obviously, you have the quest for content, too. So, you, you know, exactly. you've been trying to chase me down to do this for <laughs> a while. And I guess and that's, that's an interesting question. Uh, how, how do you... How do you feel like, as one who attempts to get people to publicize their stuff, how, how do you think that works out? Do you think people are really gung-ho or does it just kind of like get set aside or what you know sometimes people get there are a few people that are really gung-ho but for the most part I don't think it's a I don't think it's being used in the community to the community's best uh god what's the word I'm looking for too many psychedelics last night sorry (laughs) I don't know that it's being used um to the community's best most efficiently efficient or? yes most efficient usage for the yeah. community just because I think people are, are a little bit afraid or just don't I don't know 
Okay, it looks so good they're probably gonna come off as pretentious of like, oh I'm the one they're featuring. Right, right, yeah, I guess. I mean I don't know. Then we also had the Ask a Flying Head. That was good. Ask a floating head, and it was a different floating head every other time. That was good. That's what happens when you don't put stuff in the flame. I make it up. <laughs> Excellent. Lesbian sex robots agree. Um, let's see. And actually, okay, well, what would your ideal goal be for the flame? Like, you know, next year, let's say, the flame goes exactly as you see it going. What happens? Uh, see. What would be great is if I could set it up so that once a week, or once every two weeks, which is kind of how we have it set up now, I could go to the email, which is flipsideflame at gmail.com. Um, Let's click the link that will be happening right now. Right now, right. Click it, click it, click it. <laughs> um, yeah, ideally I would go there every two weeks and it would just have people would have all these announcements and I could just cut and paste and cut and paste and make it pretty instead of having to kind of carve every wood, you know, every word out of it. You know, I mean, it would be great if everybody threw their own flavor into the flame. It's not just me yelling retardedly into the internet. <laughs> and that's a, the flame actually does fairly well as far as, like, I, whenever I ask people, they've always read the latest one and everything, so it does get a lot of circulation. It, it gets a lot more circulation than I thought it did. <laughs> Everyone's all emailing you, hey, great job with the flame. And you're like, do you have anything for it? No, I don't have anything for it, but good job. Good you come, yay! Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm a crazy person. But, um, you know, Ryan's huge help, and um, sometimes when I don't have time to do stuff, he'll start the flame, and then I'll finish it, or I'll start it, and then pass it off to him, and he'll finish it. So we kind of do a partnership back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Cool, yeah, again, like... <laughs> Well, that's a loaded question. How, how would you say the work gets divided, you know, what percentage-wise? <laughs> you know, honestly, it totally it, it totally depends on what time it is. Like, the first issue with the flame, I didn't really have time to put it together because it was South By, and, or it was pre-South By, and I had a bunch of work to do, and I was just slammed. So he put most of it, he put, like, he put all the announcements together, you know, and, uh, you know, I just cut and pasted stuff and then found pictures, but... What was I going to say? Damn it. Percentage of the work, passing it back and forth. Passing it back and forth, percentage of the work. Yeah, so he did most of the work on that, and then I just finished it up and polished it up. And then this next one, I'll do the lion's share of the work, and he'll just polish it up. So it's fairly even. Um, yeah, and so I guess, uh, what was your first burn experience? Was it flip side, burn, or what did you hit first? My first burn experience was Burning Man. I went out, um, I helped Charlie build um, the Infinity. That was when I first learned to weld in Atlanta. And uh, I went out, I think it was 2001, it was uh, the Seven Stages of Mankind, it was my first one. And he just got, actually, I got there on Thursday, and he'd already had our sculpture burning and stuff, and had already jumped on it and burnt himself really badly. So he like second degree burns, third degree burns, that was awful. And we're just all out there and I walk up, you know, and he's like, hi, and sh shredded, you know, and then we go take mushrooms and go to the, you know, <laughs> well, and go to the temple. One way to overcome the pain. You just got to fight right through it. <laughs> so um, hey, when did you first start attending Flipside? When I moved back to Austin two years ago. 
because I'm from Austin originally. Okay. Um, when I moved back to Austin two years ago, uh, I went to, I think I immediately got here before the, before that flip side, and uh, that was the first flip side I went to. All my friends from Atlanta were here, and you know. So, so 05? Yeah, yeah, it was, it must have been 05. I didn't go last year. Oh, okay. Isn't that funny? I wrote, <laughs> I wrote the flip side flame, and I had a ticket, and I didn't even go. This year I will for sure, even though I don't have a ticket, I'm going still. <laughs> we'll work on it. Here, here's your chance to clean right. to my audience with dozens and dozens of people. Right. Extra ticket. Yeah. I need an extra ticket, man. Ah. It'll work out. It always works out. The way it's supposed to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your favorite thing you've done, either at Burning Man or Flipside? Like an art project or just had a good time? or? Yeah, however you choose to interpret it. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. There's been a lot of great art projects that I have had a small part to play in, but I think one of my favorite memories ever is me actually getting the Dirty Snowflake name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a door insane for this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Closing the door. Now. Yeah. What is the story behind? Oh well, it was the first time I met Rachel, the blinky light, and um. We kidnapped her from her camp, and she never. We went back twice for clothes, and that was it. We just brought her along, and uh, we. Uh, it was the night of the burn, and I had on a full body rope corset, and we went to Burning Glam, and I got. Uh, we had a. There was a tiara that was a snowflake, so we put that on, and they were having the. Uh, they were having the beauty pageant, and so. I got a sash made out of um, Travis County Do Not Enter Hazard Tape. Yeah, and I was Miss Travis County Do Not Enter 2000 and whatever it was, five. But I didn't actually, I didn't actually join the pageant. I just wandered around saying, hello. Yeah, um, and I think, well, let, let me break it down a little bit more. Um, then um, I walked around all night with the blinky going, you are not a unique and special snowflake. You're the old singing, old dancing, travel the world. And uh, by the end of the night, my tiara, which was white, was all muddy and like ripped. And, and then I became the dirty snowflake. It was an awesome, awesome night. First time I met Rachel, we've been best friends ever since. Yes. So I guess uh, meeting a best friend is you know, one of the ways you can say that this whole yes. thing has changed and influenced. Absolutely. I've met the most amazing people at Burning Man and at Burning Flipside. Creative, smart, driven, can do anything, can make anything. And, you know, like, I think that meeting these amazing people is probably the best thing that's come out of my involvement with the community. Have you ever attended any other regionals? Or has it just been... I have not attended any other regionals. I have friends that go to Transformers go to like Transformers and Toast and all that and I haven't been just Burning Man and Burning Flipside I'd like to go to some other ones but I have a lot how much of it you can put into a year yeah and I have a lot going on so I I, and, I guess what do you do outside of this you know funky little group we've got oh god um, I used to work for Cartoon Network as a producer a television producer for Toonami Don't Swim but here in Austin um, here in Austin I uh, work. I work with Red Bull. I'm like a third-party contractor, though. Um, I get to travel around and 
throw really big parties for them, really cool big parties, like Flugtog or Art of the Can or South by Southwest. We threw like six events, six separate events at like Hilo. So that's why I was so tired. And then also, I have a business here called Gutter Kitty Studios. GutterKittyStudios.com. Actually, it's GutterKitty.com. Yeah, click the link. Um, and it's no, a click that last one, click this link. Click this link, yeah. Um, and it's a five thousand square foot warehouse space that is really for the Austin indie producer, director, photographer, do-it-yourself maverick kind of place. It's just like if you need a place to build a set and you know film your movie, here's a cheap place you can go and do that because the indies don't have any money they can't afford to rent out Austin Studios and we're super cheap so it's like we exist because we want people to utilize the space I see excellent um, wow so you got studios productive yeah, that's high level stuff we'll be huge on YouTube <laughs> huge huge on YouTube oh man yes. um <laughs> <laughs> but that's staying in. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, sorry, I didn't get to do much homework this time, so I'm kind of reaching for everything. No worries. Um, let's see. So, going with the flame, mm-hmm. uh, the flip going back to that subject, um, ideally, what do you want to see reflected from the community in the flame? I want, I want the community to... Uh, kind of own the flame a little bit more, you know, make, I I want them to feel like, you know, it really is a place for them to get their voice heard, you know, like if you have something to say, say it, and here's this venue to say it. Of course, our community, it's not like they're a bunch of, (laughs) it's not like they're keeping it to themselves all the time, you know? (laughs) This is a way to get it to the, you know, 5% of us who aren't on Austin list. Right, right, that aren't on Austin list. And I... Have a hard time with Austin list sometimes. <laughs> and actually, this is something I mean to ask people in general, but I'll go ahead and start with you. Okay. You get to set the tone for the oh conversation. Boy. Is do you feel that sometimes we are bound more as a community by these email lists? It seems like, and compared to other groups that I'm in, it seems like the way that people primarily communicate with one another for. Well, everything is through, you know, Austin List, Austin Chats. Um, yeah, do you, how do you feel about how our, how those two forces are the ones that kind of, you know, well, I think facilitate it's, the most of our communication? Oh, yes, and, and a lot of it's, like, petty bickering and funny shit, which is fine. Like, that's what email lists exist for flaming. I mean, honestly, and we flame the hell out of that shit. But, I mean, I think it's a, I think it. Our community's kind of set up that way because that's just how it rolled out. Like, I think back in the day, people just, you know, it harkens back to, you know, listservs and mailing lists. And sometimes it's just kind of easier to keep track of it when it pops up in your email box every... But but without without Austin List, and seriously, without the Flipside Flame, I don't know that people would know what the hell is going on. They don't know when church night is or this or that and at least you know people now are like oh yeah Wednesdays that's church night you're like yeah hey you know constant reminder through the list right constant reminder constant reminder it does get a little ridiculous though people do get start silly email wars back and forth and you know what when you even even 
when you win on the internet, you're still an idiot. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. Even when you win, you're an idiot. It's okay. You're just fighting on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Do you imagine any way, like, that if, if you could make an ideal communication system, what would you do? Oosh. Telepathic. <laughs> <laughs> Telepathic sex midgets. I need a stunt midget to run around. Telepathic stunt midget. Fantastic. Bring me drinks. <laughs> so, um, actually, I'm going to tie into an epi- two episodes ago where um, I interviewed Tyler. He was talking about uh, doing some stuff for Red Bull. Have you ever, like, Who? Tyler Hansen? Oh, yeah. I'm, yes, Tyler. Yes. Okay. So, he mm-hmm. has done promote, like, art that y'all have had at y'all parties or. Uh, I'm quite sure. Yeah, no. Uh, he he's worked with us several different times. Um, he's sort of my business partner too in Gutter Kitty. We're kind of working that out. Um, he most recently did Guitar Hero Two, Guitar Hero Two, which we've been playing like mad at my house. Anyway, um, we had a uh, thirty guitars decorated, Guitar Hero controllers decorated by celebrities, and so. We had a party at Hilo, and we had them all displayed. So he was the art curator for that. Cool, Mr. Hansen. And going with Guitar Hero, and yeah. now I will uh, get get to my good old wrap up question. And that right. is, what does it take to be a rock star? <laughs> wow, what does it take to be a rock star? This is funny because I just got uh, right as band rehearsal was breaking up everyone was leaving and George like actually got in a taxi cab at I don't know what time it was but it was in the middle of all of it you know and they passed me like a little laminate card and it's and it's <laughs> band rehearsal on the other side it's rock star <laughs> um what does it take to be a rock star the ability to stay up all night that's what it takes um no just uh I think that what it really takes to be a rock star is just a. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Can't can't be shy. Can't sit at home wishing someone would take you out. You gotta go out there, and blow it out, live large. You know what? This is this episode above any others. It just really, really makes me wish I was doing a video podcast. <laughs> all these expressions and mannerisms going on. And, and and the bright pink Easter exactly. hair. That's uh, right. Well, there will be as soon as I. Oh, good. It's going to be a great picture, too. I haven't slept all night. Woo! That's that's fantastic. It's Veritas. Hey. There you go. That's hilarious. Excellent. Awesome. Right on. Uh, Thank you very much for taking part. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Flipped Out. Flipped Out is a podcast about the art, the culture, and the madness of Austin, Texas, and its burn community. Flipped Out is hosted at lancehunter.net slash flip, and that's flip with one P. To contact Flipped Out, please email flippedout at gmail.com, and that's Flipped Out with two Ps. Once again, thank you for listening. Now go be spectacular. Spectacular.